Because that's S H I T. That spells shit. We're aware, and I know that's fucking weird. But listen to this shit. You know, right before I record these episodes, I actually do my my teletherapy, if you will. So I had my therapy appointment, you know, just a short bit ago. And it's funny, you know, I didn't necessarily plan to do it that way. But then I thought, you know, well, great. There's just more material, if you will, or things that I could could share. Um, you know, this, this therapist is, is new, uh, to me. Wow, my stomach just, just made a noise. I was eating some sliced Granny Smith apples, uh, uh, just before I hit record. So apparently, apparently they're digesting. That was fast. Um, anyways, this, this therapist, this new one that I have, um back in my hometown of Pittsburgh. She's she's so lovely and I felt very comfortable with her immediately. Um, this was my, my fourth session and this session was the one. This was the one. Daddy cried. Daddy cried. Um, I'm daddy. And for no other reason uh, than the fact that saying that just feels silly and very absurd. But look, therapy is a great place to cry because you know damn well you're not going to be judged there. Um, And But what's funny about that is I feel like I've been pretty lighthearted lately and with this new therapist. So the first three sessions, I feel like I was kind of on in a way in terms of my comedy, which is like, this is not, you know, I'm not, I'm not paying this woman so that I can make her laugh, but we were having fun, you know, and then today there were just a lot of there were some some tears that came out and I just felt like a little it's just like that old shame that kicks up when you when you start to cry and you know even if we know intellectually that crying is normal and that's what we do we just get that 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 shame I just you know it, it's just there and then I have to you know do everything I can to try and not apologize for crying, you know, in therapy, nonetheless. But guess what? I did anyway. You know, but I, 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 you know, I just, you know, I I gave the disclaimer, like, listen, I know I don't need to apologize and this is therapy and this happens, but I just want to say that I'm, I'm sorry, this one wasn't as fun as the other, other appointments. I mean, that's just it's just fucking silly. You know, it's fair to mention that I'm also on my cycle. My spin cycle. I'm spinning. 
I'm a spinning and my emotions are spinning and these emotions cry in tears of sadness for no reason. I don't feel like that that I don't feel like whatever whatever melody that how it originally started it ended quickly and I felt like it it was a completely different I don't know I feel like I just could have stuck with the melody but you know it's tough it's tough when you're like I don't know why I'm upset you know but but then you can think of shit and and look sometimes we're just upset you know I was listening to a podcast yesterday a really great episode of something and the therapist on the podcast was saying, you know, there is always a thought that precedes a feeling, you know, um, always. And I, I didn't disagree with that, but then I'm thinking, okay, but what about people with having, you know, wild and out hormones or, or people with mental disorders? I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, people are having thoughts all the time and thoughts can perpetuate things, but sometimes isn't there just sometimes isn't there just this 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 underlying feeling that's taken over physiologically and and, 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 and I mean that that shit happens too, right? It's not it's not so cut and dry. That doesn't mean that we can't alter our mood by having another, you know, a different, you know, an adverse, you know, a, a, a more positive thought, not super positive, but even just a little, you know, just a little bit more of a positive thought than whatever it is you're, you're feeling, you know, and then you can kind of work your way up to a, I don't know, at least feeling neutral or something. You know, I, I listened to a shit ton of Abraham Hicks. And, um, for those of you who don't know anything uh, about her, you know, this woman is, is pretty much the, the mastermind of, of, of law of attraction. And she has this emotional guidance scale and it's basically, um, it's fantastic because, you know, if you were to learn about the law of attraction and, you tend to be someone who um, victimizes yourself with your feelings or use your feelings and thoughts as an excuse to not be able to, you know, or whatnot. You know, uh, the emotional guidance scale that Abraham Hicks has is great because it, it, it basically teaches, you know, sure, you're going to get vibrationally what you're putting out there, whether it's positive or negative. But we don't expect you to go from the negative to the extreme positive in a matter of seconds here. You know, you kind of work your way up a scale. You know, let's think about something that's a little bit better than what I'm feeling right now and work your way up because, I mean, you know damn well that if you are in a miserable mood and somebody says something real perky and they got a big smile on their face um, and you can see the smile meaning they're not wearing a mask, um, you know, that shit, I'm sure we, you've experienced it before. I know I have where, you know, you're just feeling miserable and then somebody is, is real peppy and it's, you're just like, oh my, just shut the, just shut, just, just shut the fuck up. And, um, 
it's funny because I feel like I've become one of those people. I feel like I more often than not have become that person, that, that, that really positive person so that when I, you know, try and, um, I guess try and and challenge somebody to, to think of something in a different light, obviously more, more positively, um, I sort of all, I sort of tend to give a disclaimer to, which isn't necessary. You know, it's sometimes I feel like I'm trying to appeal to everybody. Well, if somebody feels like this, well, what if somebody feels like this? Let me cover all the bases before I explain what I'm going to say. I don't need to do that. I'm trying to work on that less. You don't need to do that either. But what I was going to say was, you know, I might look at this person who's feeling negative and say, listen, I know you don't want to hear this shit right now. And this might sound really annoying, but... (laughs) you're a butterfly and God loves you. Um, you know, people are going to receive it or what? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Less disclaimers. I get it though. I mean, some look, disclaimers are a, are, uh, are a very strategic thing. They just are. Anyway, um, I had a great, I had a great, had a fabulous crying session, uh, with my, with my therapist and, you know, intermittently saying, and you know what? I mean, it's fine. I mean, this isn't anything new. I mean, I'm on my period. I mean, this really might just be coming up because I'm on my period. It was basically like that. Um, and sure that's, you know, that might very well be true, but that being said, um, it doesn't make whatever I was feeling not real. I think it was probably just exacerbated and that's also fine. But one thing I want to say is having those tears, um, in my therapy session reminded me that, oh yeah, I'm probably due for a good cry. And I, I notice, I notice that that's become a a thing with me. I think my emotions were harder to regulate when I was, when I was not taking my antidepressants and before I was sober, you know, cause I would find myself, you know, a lot moodier and whatnot. But now that everything that I'm doing, like for the most part is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sober and I'm balanced and I, you know, do, do the best I can to take care of myself, you know, physically, mentally, whatnot. I still, I still have realized I, I need like a crying session at least once a month, you know? I start to feel all of this pent up energy, emotion. I don't know what it is just, and, and crying. That's the, sh- I mean, that's the shit that helps. Uh, you know, we, we, I know we kind of all hate it a little bit, but, um, we feel better afterwards, but I know we try to avoid it, right? We're, af- we're afraid of those, those floodgates just, just opening up, just opening, you know, um, but it's like they don't open forever, you know. You're not gonna flood the basement. I don't really think that analogy worked. Um, for me, it might have because I have bladder issues. But n- neither here nor there. I want to say that emotional constipation is is a real thing. I mean, really, like it's a it's a real gift it's a, it's a real practice to allow ourselves to feel, feel emotions that we may be avoiding feeling. 
you know? I mean, we can only shove them down so far, you know? We can only work so hard. We can only distract ourselves too much. But sometimes there are emotions. And, you know, if you feel like a good cry is coming, or if you feel like, holy shit, I wasn't expecting to cry just now and it all just came out, my God, let it flow. Let it flow like the heaviest cycle in the world. Just let it, let it out. Let it out. Crying is, it's like taking a giant crap. It is. We have to take craps. Why am I saying craps? I I don't know. I, in, in my brain, I was like, it sounds a little less disgusting than shit, but what does that even mean? We have to take shits. That's what we do. We have to get rid of toxins and waste and whatnot and you know and figuratively and I think a little bit literally that's what happens when when we cry and we get those those salty tears that come out of our eyeballs it's it's good for us it's it's fucking good for us and 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 man all all of that that stigma and and heavy feelings and the apologizing that we do when we start to cry that that shit has to stop That shit has to stop. And I'm also talking to myself because you bet your ass that, I mean, Jesus, I pretty much apologize to my therapist for crying. What is that? What is that? Oh, let yourself cry. Or like Hootie, "Mm, then let her cry. I don't know the lyrics. That song was Let Her Cry, Let Her Cry by Hootie and the Blowfish. We are now in the year 2021. It's here. It's happened. It's weird, isn't it? It's 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 a peculiar thing. I think that so many of us have spent a lot of time um obviously demonizing and, and shunning 2020, you know. F you 2020. You suck. Take your year and shove it up your ass. And and of course, of course we would feel that way. Of course we would, you know. Um there's something about that mentality though that just like I don't know, it didn't it didn't feel right to me. Well, you know, it's it's kind of like it's it's like I I get it. It was it was a fucking difficult year for the world. I mean, literally, it was a worldly thing. It wasn't just difficult. And and look, the, I, I know people personally who had fantastic 2020s. I, I do. And, but, but I also know that, you know, it's been very painful and challenging for, I'm sure, the majority of the world. I, I I'm, I'm sure of it. I, I, I don't, have the numbers, but I'm, I'm pretty fucking sure. Um, because, you know, in, in, in addition to, of course, you know, the, the loss of, of loved ones and, 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 and illness and, and all of that, um, everybody had to adjust. Everybody had to adjust. Um, actually, uh, everybody had to adjust except my father. I'm just going to come out and say it right now. Uh, my dad didn't have to do anything differently. He typically spends his time 
um, in his apartment watching TV, smoking cigarettes, smoking a little bit of weed, um, you know, cracking jokes, you know, giving his neighbors rides places. None of that stopped for him. He didn't, he's never touched a computer. He doesn't have a cell phone. Uh, He, um, you know, still gave his neighbors rides. Nothing really changed for my dad. I, I just thought that that might be fun to mention that because it just dawned on me right now. Okay. So, you know, we, we've, we've demonized 2020 and it's like, you know, just because this, you know, is considered a year, there's 365 days in a year. This year is over. Now it's a whole new beginning. And it, it is true. It, it's, I mean, it's a new, you know, we, we, we measure time in, you know, seconds, minutes, hours, days, months, years. And so, you know, a new year always does feel like a, a big deal. You know, I mean, we remember shit by years. Hey, remember back in 1997, whenever I, you know, I don't know what, wet my pants walking down the street from school or, and I don't actually think that happened, but it wouldn't be too far off. You know, we remember things in years and, you know, 2020 is and always will be uh, an unforgettable year. It's just, it's just how it is. Um, but you know, a, a lot of the things that, that, that plagued 2020 are, are things that are, I mean, they're still technically, they still technically exist. Um, right. So it's not like, and I, I, yes, we are putting things behind us. We're putting everything behind us because I think that it's important Yes, to keep things in the past where they are, but that doesn't mean that we aren't going to continue to learn from them and 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 use you know what happened to our ad- ad- advantages. You know, it's a it's a tricky little balance, of course, and. And I lost my train of thought, but it's coming back. It's coming back. Here it comes. Choo-choo. Um, 2021 is and feels, I mean, feels obviously like, holy shit, there's, well, there's, there's huge things. There's huge, I mean, in, in the, in the country of the United States. Oh, gosh. I just had to swallow a burp. Forgive me. I'm not ready to do that. I'm not ready for you guys to hear me burp yet into this microphone. Um, uh, here in America, um, there, there is, there is about to be a lot of shit that, that changes. Um, we are about to, um, get a new fucking president and we know that, this year is the year that we will, or at least can, be vaccinated from from COVID, if you so choose. Uh, I mean, I choose. I mean, I'm looking forward to looking forward to getting that inside of me. And um, so there are lots of changes, right? There are lots of things to look forward to, right? But we had to kind of wait to 2021 to get there. 
Um, so I under I understand. I fully understand the optimism behind this new year. I mean, I fully fucking get it, you know. But I, I think that I think that what happened with me, you know, besides the fact that I just had raging PMS at New Year's Eve, I don't know. I started to feel a little like not celebratory, but then again, I mean, my God, are we not all kind of emotionally hung over from the year 2020? You know, it's like, it's almost like we've been, you know, we've been seeing and hearing, oh, it's 2021's coming. It's all going to be great. And it's kind of like, we're also a little fucked up. It's like, what do you mean? What do you mean it's all going to be great? There, There's still, what? Just let me ease into it, right? Like that, like that emotional guidance scale shit, you know, it's like, uh, we can't, we can't go from, you know, potentially feeling like a shit storm to, um, a, a beautiful sunny day. At least it's, you know, it doesn't, doesn't feel supernatural to go to, from that to that in our brains. So, you know, and maybe that's part of it. And it was just it's just kind of a lot, you know, and I, New Year's Eve, I was thinking, you know, I don't want to do this whole, like, I don't, I don't really feel like doing this, this reflection of, of the year. Um, I was just kind of like, let's just, let's just get into it. Let's just get into it, you know, and, and, and meanwhile, you know, I feel a little like a shithead saying that because some really wonderful things happened um, for me this, this past year, um, they weren't, uh, really all that pleasant feeling, but they were for my greater good, you know, my sobriety, getting back on meds, moving home, you know, to Pittsburgh temporarily. All of these things were very good for me, you know, really loving, soulful friendships and, um, just things being healed and, recovery and 12 steps and all of these great things that happened for me in 2020. But, you know, but again, so much happened widespread in 2020, you know, that it was just like, okay, we just experienced a full year of it. Let's not, let's not do a reflection and think of, let's just kind of, let's just get on with it. You know, it just felt like a, it was a strange New Year's uh, for me. And this was also my first sober New Year's. So, you know, all of these things kind of make sense. And I just always hope when I'm, when I'm talking about stuff like this, that it doesn't sound like a, like a woe is me thing, you know? Um, because, you know, I, I do share this stuff to, to try and make it okay for you to be able to express your thoughts and feelings too. You know, we, we police our thoughts and feelings so much. We really do these, these normal human feelings. And I just think that we would be so much lighter if we can unleash them on people's ears. Obviously, you know, the ears that we want to hear, you know, the ears that we feel safe with safe ears brought to you by shit, the podcast. Um, and I, I, so, you know, new years, I was feeling funky and then I'll just be honest with you. You know, I, this, this first week here, I'm still feeling funky. 
Now, let me remind you again, it's probably hormonal. I am on my cycle. I have I have mentioned this, but I think subconsciously I put a shit ton of pressure on myself too. Uh, not just because of the year that we just had, but I, I feel like I've accomplished so many things this, this past year in terms of my own personal growth. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh my God, it's a new year. This is a huge year. This is a big ass year. Oh my God, I want to do all of these things. H- how do I do them? How am I going to do them? How's it going to pan out? Who do I talk to? Um, how many how many hours a day should I be working on this? I, I started to get, and I still have that inside of me a little bit. It's it's uh, it's disintegrating a little bit, but I I do. I I've 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 this first week of 2021, I've felt this this anxiety to start figuring out how to do the things that I'm going to do and, and what I'm going to do. And oh my God, and, and, and just applying this pressure, um, which is not new to my life. It's just that I feel like I've, I've, it's been, a, it's been some months now since I've felt that, that pressure. And I'm just kind of working through it. And I remind myself, I say, Hey, Bethany, First of all, you, you, you're not going to complete all of these things that you would like to accomplish or have happen in 2021 today. It's just not going to happen. Why don't we go back to, you know, writing out little plans and tasks, doing them as, as best as you can, and then and then letting it go for the day and, and, and just enjoying the day and having fun. And guess what? Not all days are going to be as productive and that's okay. It has to be okay. The reason it has to be okay is because if it's not, then we're beating ourselves up. We're creating more negative energy. And it's like, what's the point? I mean, what is that really, what is that really solving? And this is, you know, this is, this is perfectionism at, at its at its finest. Uh, you know, an excuse I had for for many years about why I couldn't get things done or complete projects or do these things that I thought I really wanted to do was because I thought, well, I'm a perfectionist, and if I can't do it exactly the way I want it, then I don't want to do it, and then I just have a hard time. Like I don't want to half-ass it, and it's like, you know, that mentality. This is fully sarcastic, but that mentality is all good and noble. Um, I guess I didn't have to tell you that was sarcasm. I think my tone probably set the stage, but being a perfectionist really, really sets us back. It sets us back. It actually allows very little room for growth you know, because we are, we're creating roles and, and, and stipulations that are, are too rigid. We're too rigid. We, we know damn well, just from the lives that we've led up until now, that, that things most of the time don't go according to plan. That doesn't mean that they go completely off track and it's all, you know, a shitstorm, but things don't always go to plan there has to be a level of of flexibility. There, there has to, and you know, perfectionism doesn't exist. It, it just doesn't. 
We can strive to do better than we did previously. You know, we can and we allow that. But if we keep if we keep doing whatever it is that we want to do and allow ourselves not to be perfectionistic about it, not only are we going to feel better, but we're actually going to accomplish more than we would have ever imagined if we stuck with this perfectionist mentality, you know, um, I, I doing this, this podcast, you know, for, for those of you who have followed from the beginning in the beginning, um, I mean, I was also unmedicated, (laughs) feeling really insecure, but in the beginning, I had a really hard time saying this is my podcast. To, to people or or just kind of owning it you know uh this it's it's I had to allow myself to start sharing these things that I was recording and not worry about how they were going to sound I thought if I am speaking from the heart and I'm being sincere and I'm trying to be helpful and it's making me feel good to uh, share all these things, then that's all that matters. Then that's all that fucking matters. Um, Just like anything, look, we've heard it our whole lives. We know that practice, we know that practice makes all of the difference in the world, by the way. That keyboard that I bought a couple months ago, I, I, I've not been practicing it. I just want to say that right now. I learned, I learned like a half-ass version of Jingle Bells right before Christmas, and I haven't touched it since. <clears throat> so I'd like to just say right now that even though I'm very tempted to beat myself up for the fact that I have not practiced this keyboard and it's very reminiscent of all the instruments I've played in the past that I didn't practice, um, I have an opportunity to choose to do something different every day that I wake up, you know? That doesn't have to be my story. Well, I buy these instruments, but I never practice them. It's like, okay, well, that happened in the past, and now what can I do differently? I mean, do I want to do it differently? You know, then, then absolutely. So I can, right? And then I start, or stop rather, then I stop uh, bitching and moaning. But um, practicing, practicing leads to really fucking great things, really great things. You, You can't wait for things to be perfect to do something because by the fucking way, you know, even your idea of of what's perfect is completely subjective. You know, it, it it's not going to be, even if you feel like it's perfect, well, I mean, it's not going to be perfect to somebody else. So why don't you just do what feels, do what feels good, do what feels best, allow yourself to take a risk, allow yourself to, you know, um, create something with the best of intention and understand that maybe you'll look back on it and think, well, that wasn't so good, but, but look, look how far I've come now. Um, 
I just got really annoyed with myself and I'm not, I'm not sure why. It was like this feeling of deja vu or I know I've said this before. I know I've said this before, but, but the perfectionism thing feels really relevant to me right now because I had been doing these, these uh, affirmations every day for over a hundred days. And it started like September 18th. And there's this video on YouTube. It's called, you know, the I am affirmations. And you're saying, you know, a lot of stuff, which is, you know, I am this, I am that, I am beautiful, I am all of that stuff. And I was doing them and I I absolutely know and believe that they made a big difference in my day-to-day life. I, I just know this. And wouldn't you know it that January 1st, 2021 was the very first day that I did not do the affirmations. And it was interesting because my brain was saying, what are you, what are you doing? It's, it's the first day of the year. Do, do the affirmations. And then there was another part of me that was like, you know what? I'm going to let myself off the hook today because, you know, I, I'm feeling like I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself right now for how this year is going to look. And maybe, maybe it's a good idea to start off on a foot that's doesn't feel so perfect, you know? All right. So I didn't do the affirmations. Guess what? I can do them. I I can do them the next day. I can start January 2nd. You know, it's almost like I felt like I needed to just fuck up a little bit. So I didn't have to feel like I needed, you know, to keep on doing things exactly how they need to be day to day. I, I didn't really need to explain that, but so it was neat and I'm back to doing the affirmations, but I I did realize, I thought, you know, I have been doing these same affirmations for over a hundred days. And even though they've been great now, and I see I've gotten attached to them now and I've gotten attached to the idea of doing them, but I was thinking I need some new ad for affirmations. Ad- I need, I need some new um, ads for this podcast. I need some new affirmations. I want some new affirmations. I want to I want to do something that's maybe going to even create more positive energy and shit and some stuff that and just just to just to change it up, right? Cuz like I said, I got attached to those specific I am affirmations. Now let me try some new ones. It'll be fine. I'll be okay. Let's take a let's take a really small little risk here. You know, it's like, uh, it's like when you, you know, go and, and, and get takeout, you get your favorite meal and you always get the same thing. And it's like, let's try a different meal. It's probably still going to be really delicious, but just try something different. You know, get a little bold, challenge yourself. Um, so what I'm going to do is uh, I, I'm actually, I'm in the process of writing out a, a bunch of affirmations that I'm creating for myself. I have, um, I've taken many of them from affirmation, uh, you know, recordings and videos that I've already heard. And then some will be ones that I just kind of thought of. Um, but yeah, I wanted to take the ones that felt good and then create some of my own. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to record them and I'm going to start saying them and repeating them back 
in the morning. So instead of listening to this YouTube video, I'm going to listen to a recording of myself. <laughs> How self-indulgent is that? Um, I'm going to listen to a recording of myself and, and say the affirmations back. And what I will do is I will um, put those affirmations in an episode, um, which will be part two to this episode. And you can you can use them and try them out. See how you like them and, and, and share them if you want. Um, some, some will be a little silly. Most of them will just feel um, sincere. And again, I, I just, I didn't, affirmations never resonated with me until a few months ago. And I've really, I've really felt the difference, you know. I'll tell you, when you really start to say shit over and over again, um, remember, you're not saying them all day long. You're just saying them, you know, for like 10 to 15 minutes. But when you say them and you do that shit for at least 21 days in a row, you really start to feel a shift inside of you. Um, that's what she said. So I'm going to share those with you guys here soon. So keep an eye out for that. That'll be part two of this episode. Um, I want to, I want to mention one more, one more thing about, uh, perfectionism and the the pressure that we put on ourselves. You know, I I don't know, listener, I don't know what you do in your life, but if you are a creative type, then you know that there is a lot of pressure that we feel and that we put on ourselves to create things. And especially when it comes to our social media and, you know, most of us know that social media can really feel like just a soul trap, just like a soul prison. Just, I could go on and on. Um, but it can, you know, uh, social media is, is fantastic. And yet, you know, we use it and most of us have found ourselves comparing ourselves to others and, you know, wanting to feel more connected and somehow feeling more disconnected. And it's, it's a bizarre thing. And look, I didn't even watch, uh, oh my God, what is that documentary that came out about social media? I can't remember, but, um, I didn't even watch that. You know, I know the effects of, of social media and I'm just going to say, I have been off Instagram for the last six months and I have agreed to get back on Instagram uh, in this new year, because it, it just, it, okay, lo- logically, it does not make sense for me to not be on Instagram. Uh, for one, I, I can share this podcast info on my Instagram, you know, I can put out positive things, I can put out stuff that that resonates with me that I think other people will relate to and, and feel good about. I can use all of that, but I was so stuck on the anxiety that I felt for, you know, a couple months, you know, leading up to me getting off of Instagram. Now, granted, I was, you know, getting back on my Zoloft and there was a lot of anxiety because of that. But, you know, Instagram just became too much. It was just like a constant reminder to me that I felt like I wasn't doing enough, especially during this really, really significant time period when people are hurting. You know, I wanted to show up. I wanted to fucking show up for racial injustice, you know, and and for people hurting because of COVID and just for all of these things. And I, 
I started to, you know, I started to do that. And then I just shut down. And then I was like, I I can't do this for a little while. And I never imagined that I wouldn't go back to Instagram for six months. Well, I redownloaded it and I haven't used it yet. Uh, But I'm going to start because look, no matter how you cut it, look, every Every great thing in the world. I mean, every, there's so much shit. There's so many things that 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 are are positive and yet can be very destructive. Let's just let's just call it what it is. You know, I, what I want to do this year and well, every day is find the good in things. You know, um, I mean, I certainly enjoyed Instagram for years up until you know I, I took it off my phone for six months. You know, there's there's lots of funny stuff to see. There's a lot of inspirational stuff to see. You can connect with your friends. You can connect with creative types. There's a lot of great reasons to do it. And I want to focus on the positive stuff about it and, you know, not focus on, you know, the fears and anxieties that can come, uh, you know, because of it. You know, I'm, I don't have to be a slave to Instagram, you know, and I can and I can regulate my usage. Um I mean, I just can. I can say, hey, I'm, you know, I'm not going to go on Instagram till maybe after 4 p.m. each day. And then I only, you know, will give myself a certain amount of time. I'm capable of doing that. But I also think before I just wasn't capable of doing that. It was just like this endless suck hole that I, that I couldn't get out of that wasn't making me feel good anymore. This is so funny. This is reminding me of, of weed. Um... The good news is that Instagram is going to help me a lot more with my creative endeavors than weed ever was. Boy, was that the truth, because I was dumb as shit when I would smoke. So that's what's that's what's going on. You know, it's it's a new year, but but don't forget that every day and not just every day, but really every moment is an opportunity to choose something better. Or, or, you know, or to go a different direction or to make a positive difference or to be kind to ourselves. You know, every day is an opportunity. You know, so, you know, New Year's resolutions and all this shit I mean, it's great. The concept is is fantastic, but we can always make positive changes in our lives, whether it's the beginning of the year or halfway through or at 10 p.m. on a Wednesday. You know, doesn't matter, doesn't matter when it is. But, you know, we will remember this year just like we remember other years. And listen, I absolutely hope that every one of you that is listening right now has a beautiful year. You know, it doesn't mean that there aren't things that are going to come up that that aren't painful, but you can be kinder to yourself. You can try and be compassionate with others. Remember, this shit's not going to be perfect, but you can still try, you know, and you don't have to get all hung up on mistakes you get to move forward every time. And, and the more you have that mentality, the better you're going to do, you know, one setback that doesn't, that doesn't, 
that doesn't mean shit. 14 setbacks still doesn't mean shit. You just, you really just keep going. And with that practice, you really do. It makes, it makes a huge difference. Makes a huge difference. And you really start to feel better mentally. This was my TED talk for the new year. Um, (laughs) Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I really hope it was helpful. Um, I love all of you. Here's to a beautiful day, week, month, year. And take care of yourselves and stay safe and know that you are loved. That's self-help ideas and thoughts with Bethany. Oh, that was a good ending, you dickhead. <laughs>